friends, Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, and we are not streaming, but we are recording from ASCII Success Summit here in Miami, Florida. We are standing outside of the Metropolitan Grand Ballroom in the Marriott Maquis, downtown Miami. So ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned, we are recording multiple sessions here from the conference, and right now I am joined by Sean Lardo with ConnectWise. Sean, how are you? I am fantastic, Marv. How are you? Actually, I know how you are because we just spent some time together. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we just finished a panel, and uh, that was fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. It was a good panel. And, and I, you know, I will give you kudos again. I will give you kudos again. You are a great moderator. Uh, you're good at asking questions, so thank you for leading me and making me look good on stage. Well, you know, that's not too hard. I mean, you, you are a good communicator, and people like to hear from you, so. Thank you. So let's start with uh, this. I mean, normally I get to ask vendors, you know, to describe what they do for the channel and all of that stuff. But I think most everybody knows ConnectWise. So why don't we go sideways with that? And what's kind of new in the last few months? Good. That's okay. I'll go sideways with you. Great. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So a couple of things. Um, and, and probably something to even mention, people do know what, who ConnectWise is as a whole. Uh, you know, we're going through this evolution phase at ConnectWise where uh, you know, everybody's, everybody's very aware of the acquisitions and the, and the different types of offerings we came up with over the years. ConnectWise was a SaaS software company. It was an MSP at one point, right? It was all these different things. We acquired uh, Perch Cybersecurity. We acquired HTG, which became Evolve, you know, over the course of years. And, and now... In, in the marketplace that we have, which has gotten much larger with all the our strategic vendors uh, partnerships, has become big enough to where we're at a stage where you know we're now discussing and we're we're positioning as an IT supply chain company instead. Now, um, reason why I'm starting off with that is because what's changed? That's what's changed. You know, we we the the cybersecurity space has grown so big. Uh, we had IT Nation secure someone's back, right? which ended up being ridiculously successful for us. Okay. And we have put a big focus on enablement of partners. And in the, and I'm sticking with cybersecurity now because it's a really good success story. We have a co-sell program with the cybersecurity, with our team and with the, with the partners. And we're offering a, we, we put out over a million dollars in MDF just for cybersecurity sales alone. Now, is that MDF money that you're going to make available? It's, no, it's already been spent. It's already been spent. The partners have used. We've oh. actually allocated already. Okay. This is within the last year. Oh. And we're only growing now. We, you know, and so you want to talk about something that's new and what's improved? Something like that is just we, we shored up our investment on the partners, especially in the cyberspace, just because it became such a hot topic. As you know, it became ridiculously hot over well, the last two years. Absolutely. And I've had several podcasts where we've talked about it because our customers are being hit now with these applications that it's making it hard for them to get their renewal for their cyber insurance. Oh yeah. Well, look at, look at the cyberspace, that cyber, cyber insurance. It's kind of like your homeowner's insurance, right? There's all these things in there. You have no clue what you're supposed to do, but the experts at the companies that provide them help you. That's what, and, and I think that this, that being such a new offer, a new requirement, it's not a new offer, but it's a new offer in the way it is today. Uh, I've seen a lot of vendors arise that have become brokers for cybersecurity also that are almost doing that white glove approach to help them, you know, now, and, and by the way, a lot of those vendors are vendors that are in our marketplace that are part of our ecosystem of ConnectWise. Uh, so I definitely suggest all people should look at that. 
and, and really look, really pay a lot of attention to it because we do vet out vendors that are involved in our marketplace. They have to work with partners. Okay. So here's a question that I'm not sure you can answer, but bringing on the cybersecurity element into ConnectWise, most people are going to just see ConnectWise as, you know, the RMM. Sure. You know, uh, you know, I just got brain fart here. So. Well, we could be a SaaS company. We'll go to the SaaS company. Okay, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. SaaS company. I mean, sure. you're going to be the, you know, the software deployment and, yep. and all of that. And now you're talking about, you know, being this IT supply. How does that kind of mesh with, you know, what people perceive in, and how are you moving people to understand that transition? That's a, that's a very good question. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Based off of how you were introduced to ConnectWise is how you see ConnectWise, right? right? So if you were an HTG member, become evolved, okay, yep. you know this is a peer group company, right? But you know ConnectWise exists. But really, if your only interaction has been that, then that's what you are, right? Um, on the other side, if you came in as an RMM or a PSA user, then obviously you know this is that. Uh, so where we've started to really push this is, I mean, it started the last couple years. When we started talking about this overarching responsibility of ConnectWise, to become this, we're not the end-all, be-all platform. There's not one of those, by the way. And anybody that says that they are an end-all, be-all platform is... Lying. Correct. <laughs> we've, and we've been a witness to it in our years. So, you know, the way we're introducing this into the market is just by, we're just showing it. You know, we are, we're, we're bolstering and strengthening up our relationships with the vendors to help them grow that are in our ecosystem. We're also educating our employees, our staff, to talk about, more about the value of what's the what's the real problem, Mr. and Mrs. MSP? What are you trying to solve? Because maybe ConnectWise isn't the solution for them. Maybe it's part of the solution. There's no and maybe and maybe it's ConnectWise. Maybe it's the evolved portion that you need because you need a pair group, or maybe it's you don't need our PSA, but you do need our cyber. You know who knows? But our 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 staff is learning about how to, and we do this every month. By the way, we have a huge huge education center for all of our people that they go and they get certifications on different, on different things that are going on, whether it's technologies or whether it's concepts that are happening and being and launched. But now they're starting to learn how to, how to actually take the journey of the MSP down that path of here you go. You need this. Let's talk about you getting here, but Oh, you don't need us for this. You need vendor a, B or C that complements us, you know, and that way it's putting our money where our mouth is. So let me ask the question now from this perspective, now, you and I are friends. Yes. Uh, I currently am not a ConnectWise partner. Nobody's perfect. And, you know, I'm happy with my stack. Yes. But it seems as though ConnectWise is making a very concerted effort to be more inclusive. Yes. Yes. And that's not just because our skin colors are different. <laughs> <laughs> but in a sense, I mean, there are vendors out there that... I'm not using the right words, but I think you're going to get my, my drift. They're being derisive in the sense that if, well, if you don't work with us, you're not using the right tool. No, that's, and that's foolish, right? Yeah. That's back to what I just said. There's, well, there's two things. One is we identified the marketplace we're going after. We work with MSPs. That's it. We're not here to, you know, obviously with our end users too, but the fact is we're not, we don't sell direct anywhere. We don't go after enterprise. We are here to, our mission is to make the, the, the middle market, and down successful with you all. That's, that's required. That's our focus, period. Now, again, our competitors are in our marketplace. We don't mind that. It's, you know, you always use the word, you know, when, when you're, you have that coopetition term, right? That, right? that was made up out of nowhere, right? But the fact is, again, you may not need ConnectWise for two things, 
because you're using our competitor. That's fine. But you may, they may not have something that we do have. And you may need us. Or you may need just access to the marketplace to find other vendors. Or, what, or you may need a pair group. We're, we're not, it, the, 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 the industry has way too much business, way too many problems. For us to act, to act like we're going to solve them by ourselves or kick out others or banish others and be inclusive, it's stupid, right? It, it's, it's not the same. It's, it's, it's a foolish thing, especially because, again, we can't answer everything. Right. Now, you get to see probably more of the MSP market than most of us. Now, certainly I, even as a podcaster, I get to see a lot of vendors. I get to talk to a lot of MSPs, but I certainly don't get the breadth and scope of the number that you do. So when we talk about these issues, whether it's cybersecurity, whether it's, you know, building the perfect stack or whatever, what do you see as kind of like the main issue that's affecting us right now? Oh, (laughs) 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 so as an MSP, what I, what I typically see, and it's been the, it's the age old problem of, of stack alignment, right? Um, And, and, but you know, that's such a, that's, that's ambiguous when I say this, because the problem that you see is nobody thinks about business continuity for themselves first. What's good for the goose is good for the gander concept, right? Okay. So I'm going to try to clarify. So what you're saying right now is kind of what I think people get sold on the stack first. Yes. Without finding the solution for their clients. Well, you should. Okay. So how many MSPs, you know, you want to know what's rampant lack of processes. For one, well, yeah. right? We know that. We know that exists. If I had a process that I built, and Juan Fernandez, a good friend of mine, he and I argue over people process technology or process people technology. I've always been the entrepreneur, so I always say people process technology because I always have to work with what I have. Where he started companies, so he's dead on. When you're starting your company, process is important. What, what's the problem you're trying to solve first, right? You figure it out for product market fit and do all that stuff, right? But then it's the manner in which you're going to solve it. Right, your process needs to be built so that way. When I go, it's kind of like when you go grocery shopping. You, you know, I, I, I don't, a, I don't do that. Well, I do, and I know <laughs> what I'm going to buy. Okay, but you might put a, you put a, you put a, a list. list. If you're gonna, yep. if you're gonna bake a cake, there's a recipe, right? And you go get the ingredients for the recipe. You don't alter the recipe. You don't alter the ingredients, or else you get a not so great tasting cake, right? Right. So yes, you you set these conferences, especially the big shows, and these MSPs walk around and they buy technologies because they fall in love with something because theoretically it makes sense. It's beautiful, but does it really fit in your use case? You should be talking about the use case, not, not what you theoretically think can happen. So I asked that question and as you answer, I have two things that popped into my head. Sure. So one, I talked with a startup MSP Mm -hmm. probably two years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was asking me the questions about, well, what do I need to get started? And I said, okay, well, let's go over what you, what you want to do. And she started telling me stuff and we started talking about stuff. And I said, okay, so do you have any clients yet? And she said, no. I said, okay, well, why don't you go get a client and find out what they need? And she replied, well, I already bought my stack. <laughs> and I said, excuse me? And she said, yeah, yeah, I already, I went to this conference and I was told I needed this stuff, so I got it. And I said, so you already committing money to clients you don't have. Sure. And so that was the first thing. That's like buying lumber without having a house to build. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the second is another podcast that I listen to has nothing to do with tech. And sometimes I wonder if I'm going to stop listening to it. But I was just listening the other day 
It's a podcast called The Sweaty Startup. And it's a guy who talked about the fact of he loathes how small businesses are told to begin. And he said, everybody is telling them to build their processes first. And he right. goes, but if you don't have the customer, what are you building the process for? Agreed. Totally agree so with that. So that, that, those are the two things I so, thought of when you were talking about that. No, you're spot on. If we're, if we're going to talk from Genesis, you're absolutely right. I've worked with you know, five startups now, and I've worked with both sides of the house on startups where some people had a good infrastructure. They'd, they'd already found clients, though, but they weren't at the point where they were, they were booming, and they, couldn't, and they were also duct taping some things together because they didn't have enough revenue, right? But then I had the other side where they invested heavily in marketing and sales up front to generate. They already had the concept. They knew what they wanted right. to do. Because conceptually, you're solving a problem, right? Whatever it is. If it's crossing a lake, how are you going to cross a lake? You know that's what you're trying to do, right? right. So you, you come up with the concept of what you're here to solve. You start finding interested clients that want to start paying, and you backfill. And you backfill with your, again, and if you, fit, if you find the right customers, chances are they're going to give you the right use case conversations. So when you're shopping for your products, for your stack, you can ask those questions. Instead of like, oh, that's a cool gadget. Look at that widget on there. Wow, that's amazing. Because that's the stupidest thing you could ever think of. That, that doesn't help you. You have to understand how things play together. Can you do a single pane of glass if possible, single sign-ons or whatever it may be? Can you do that? Because you don't want to have to work out of multiple portals. But does it solve the problem for what the customer really needs you to solve? Right. You know? and, you can, and you can also automate as much as you can because you can't afford employees at first. If, yep. you're a new, if you're new, unless you, unless you got funding or you have a lot of money, nest egg, congratulations, but don't open a business. Go just invest and go to a beach. But, you know, the fact is, is you should be going and thinking of it in a manner of which, how do I make these things easy for me to be a one-man band? You know, you can always scale on employees as you grow. Right. But right now it's me and it's that client. Yep. So, you know, a personal trainer is one person. They want to put them on a whole series of regimented workouts with other people and dietitian. They can look at doing that later on. But right now, it's me and you. How do I support you? And when you do that, you're actually probably going to work out back to your sweaty startup. I'm sure it's probably along the lines of, hell, I saw this problem. I didn't think of this one. You know, and it doesn't happen until how many times you've been in it where you start down a path and all of a sudden everything is completely wrong and you've got to pivot. Oh, happens to me all the time. All the time. Yep. And here's the thing. To be able to, in my case, I'm going to say, man up, admit that you're going down the wrong path, turn around and go find the right one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's, you have to, it's, that's your responsibility. You signed on the dotted line. It's kind of like when you have children. You can't just be like, eh, I'm not a parent anymore. Send but, it back. But they're, they're three. I, I'm only three years old. You're, 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 your daughter's three. This one's three. not done yet. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm not I'm doing this anymore. I'm done. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take sabbatical. That doesn't happen. You people, these businesses, just like your business, are relying on you to stay in business. Yeah. And so you have to treat it as such. But you can't do it at the deficit of your life, too. So you've got to make sure when you're picking your stack, when you're picking tools, that you're picking things that are complementary to the other things you're doing to solve the problem you're trying to solve. Because otherwise, even if you make money off a deal, you probably lost money anyway because of your time. You'll never get it back. And you'll never have any extra growth because you're so busy chasing all the loopholes or all the problems you have because you did such a poor selection of products. All right. Well, Sean, you and I could keep on talking because oh, yes. this is a topic that should be discussed and we're going to have to find a way to bring you back and, and do a full-blown podcast. I'm down. Also, <laughs> you know what? I don't, when are you putting this out, by the way? I don't know. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> well, if you if you put it out before next Tuesday, before Tuesday, oh, it'll be before Tuesday. Perfect. So we, um, I run the pitch it program for ConnectWise. That's something else we should mention. Up, but I'll make it quick. Okay. We have a. Um, we are having the preliminary com- uh, voting. They'll all be pitching next Tuesday and Thursday. We're doing it through the channel program with Matt Solomon and his venue. So if people can, by all means, we want to hear the voices of the MSPs. So on the... Is that the, uh, 30th, the Battle Royale? Yes, the Battle Royale. Channel edition. Yep, the Battle Royale. This uh, is, these are emerging vendors that are coming out that are working, that, that they complement the ConnectWise community, but also support. The only way they can do it is by because they're supporting partners. And they, they range from QBRs, companies to cybersecurity companies to whatever. So business continuity, take your pick. They're all there. There's 18 of them. They get five. There's two days. They each get five minutes to pitch and your votes as MSPs are going to count to who becomes the three finalists that gets to go to IT Nation Connect and pitch live for $70,000. All right. Well, we will definitely put a link to that. The Battle Royale begins Tuesday, August 30th and uh, 18 vendors. Yes. 18 really doing battle they are well that's i keep getting in trouble because i'm like i keep calling it thunderdome and my, my marketing <laughs> team is like that sounds really bad i'm like 18 enter one leaves they're like well no it's three i'm like well it's three for now but it's one later so but they it's won't the, the what is it the royal rumble it is <laughs> yeah. the yeah it's the battle royale we added the eon because now it sounds sophisticated sounds and fancy. yep all right so we'll have a link to the show in that i'll definitely get this released soon and uh make sure that you tune into that folks and cast your vote Absolutely. Two days. Great vendors. Actually, a lot of them are MSPs, by the way. They're oh. vendors, too. Okay. So they kind of know a thing or two. All right. Well, Sean, thank you very much for spending some time with me. I'll let you get back to the show. Absolutely. Um, especially since I see people walking by and we're going to get drowned out here. But, yep, we are here at the ASCII Success Summit in Miami. Sean Lardo, ConnectWise. Sean, thanks a lot. Thanks, Barb. I appreciate it, man. All right. Folks, we'll be back with an ep- another episode soon. Until then... Holla.